Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. A just transition for Indigenous peoples is one that centers a human rights approach at the protection of biodiversity and advances Indigenous sovereignty and self-determination in all endeavors relating to the building of green economies. Doing this will require that all stakeholders observe and fully implement the UN Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples and the right to self-determination and free prior and informed consent in all decision-making. It will surely require a set of solutions including reinforcing and improving existing standards, reforming old mining laws and regulations, mandating circular economy practices, setting standards and meeting targets for minerals, reuse and recycling, reducing demand and accepting degrowth as a concept and a pathway. Cultural Survival also attended COP27 and I spoke to Indigenous delegates at the conference. My name is Pablo Mis. I am Maya Ekchi from uh, Southern Belize. Um, we, are, we occupy 41 uh, communities, uh, estimated 1 million acres of forested land, ancient forested land. Um, climate change certainly has been uh, affecting our communities um, and I think it's important to always remember that uh, indigenous peoples are the first to be impacted by, the, by, by climate change. And this is primarily because we are a land-based, we are a forest-based people. So when we have a change in a drastic change in, in weather, for instance, um, extreme uh, drought or dry seasons, uh, we have less access to, to fresh water, running water. Those have implication on the ability of indigenous peoples to uh, survive as a people. This then uh, means as well that uh, the, the risks of losing our uh, intangible uh, uh, heritage uh, becomes very, very uh, scary. Um, our culture, our identity um, is created and uh, innovated off our lands and resources. And when we lose that ability, then it threatens our existence as a, as a people itself. Now, here at uh, COP, we are interested in continuing to impress upon uh, uh, world leaders and uh, ensuring that we're also consolidating our voice as indigenous peoples to remind ourselves and to, do, to remind world leaders that our ambitions need to be high. There is a need to ensure that we re redouble our efforts to reduce um, the global temperature. 1.5 is the expectation, so the ambitions need to be high. We need to act, so that's one. The second is that we expect that uh, the Paris Agreement uh, be implemented and that all work that is done to address climate change under the Paris Agreement is done from a human rights-based approach. This is essential because it then allows us as indigenous people to effectively participate. It also allows us to ensure that our knowledge, that our practices become legitimate parts of the solution to, to climate change. And perhaps the third issue that we should uh, 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 remind uh, world leaders about is the need to ensure that direct financing is reaching communities. If we are a part of the solution, it cannot be that we have to go through too many bureaucratic processes to, to reach small investments. Investment needs to be in the hands of indigenous peoples so that we can scale up the good practices that we already are doing in safeguarding 
our resources and in ensuring that we are a part of uh, sustaining the existence of humanity. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook and Twitter.